in the world. The misunderstanding of the greatness of God and the misplacement of our king in our lives and the misapplication of the word of God to our situations and our circumstances have become the root problem of mankind. Let me say that again. The misunderstanding of the greatness of our God, the misplacements of our King in our lives, and the misapplication of the Word of God to our situation and our circumstances had become the root problem of mankind. Man has no problem in creation. We are created in Eden. We are created in the midst of abundance. We are created to live forever. We are created not to die. Man is created not to lack. Man is created in purity. Having the spirit of God, the breath of life. But the misunderstanding of the greatness of our God that created us. And the misplacement of this God in our lives. And the misappropriation of his words in our situation and our circumstances introduces problems into our lives. So only those who know them have the ability to celebrate our God. You cannot celebrate the one that you do not know. Your understanding of him, your knowledge of his greatness, your view of his ability makes him to be big and great to you. And until he's great and big, awesome, wonderful to you, no fully living world, there's nothing in your life that is impossible for him to do until that understanding is revealed. It will be difficult to live a peaceful life with him. So only those who know him have the ability to celebrate him. He is the king of the tribe of Judah. Ordinary minds are not able to comprehend his greatness. Ordinary minds cannot comprehend the greatness of this God. You read many things in his words, and yet you just think they are fictions. You hear many things through his words, and you're feeling and thinking, is that possible in my life based on what I'm going through? Come to somebody and say, my God is great. He's a great God. Ordinary minds are 
not able to comprehend the greatness of our God. Because this God is the creator of the universe, is the creator that was not created. Anyone here said is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is greater than the greatest. He is higher than the highest. He is stronger than the strongest. He is mightier than the mightiest. He is wiser than the wisest. When you think of anything that actually moves your life physically, emotionally, psychologically, sensibly, they cannot be compared, they cannot be compared to the greatness of God. And that's why we call him the King of Kings. And that's my God. We call him the Lord of Lords. That's my God. We are celebrating this God based on the wonderful things that he has done, that no man is able to do. The creator that was not created. The giver of life. The sustainer of hope. And the initiator of our faith. When the world was without void, and no, I mean, was void and without form, he created something out of it. And that's why I'm able to tell you this day that there's no part of your body, there's no part of your life that it doesn't have the spare part of it. If anything seems to be kind of down, and you can understand and know the greatness of this girl, all you need for the replacement, for the restoration, is just to celebrate him. It's just to do what? It's just to celebrate him. When you celebrate him, guess what? He makes all things to work together for your good. It comes down. Do you know what? When we pray, what do, how does God answer? God answer in many ways. Sometimes we just sit down in heaven and give you answer and say, yes, done. Or other times he, he sends his angel, some of his angel, and say, take the answer to my son, my daughter. Let him know. But guess what? When you celebrate him, and we praise him, he comes down into our base. The Bible says, he inhabits the praises of his people. God does what? He dwells in our praises. He wants us to celebrate him. He wants us to understand his greatness. How powerful is he? When we are talking about the powerful, he's the most powerful. When we are talking about the mighty ones, he's the mighty among the mightiest. He's mightier than the mightiest. I remember in those days, 
I guess mighty mighty ego died now, right? Yeah. I remember in those days, mighty ego. The young ones don't know the wrestler we're talking about. He has this little bone that he carries about, and he's stuck. They can't. How many knows mighty ego? <laughs> when mighty ego enters into the ring, he's a bull. He's a bulldog. He's a bulldog to to the army. With, 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 with his bone. Remember that bone? That's totally bone. They fear him. He's mighty. It's not the strongest at that time. But people fear him. Other wrestlers fear him. But consider the mightiest, the strongest being on earth is still very weak before this our God. That's why. Yes, that attributes and that name, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Can't you just celebrate him in the house this day? Would you just celebrate him in the house this morning? In the name of Jesus. As you celebrate him, it's going to make things to begin to happen in his own accord for your sake in the name of Jesus. In, in Psalm 24, verse. Psalm 24 from verse 7. The Bible says, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting God, and the King of glory shall come in. So, who is this King of glory? He said, He is the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. It doesn't matter the battle that you are going through or that you are going through. When the lion of the tribe of Judah come in, they, 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 my, my, I mean, they, they, they he comes with the greatness of our king. He said, who is this king of glory? He said, it's the Lord strong and mighty. It's the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, who you get. Lift up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. He still asks the question, who is this king of until you have the understanding of this king of yours, you will not understand how great this God is. He said, the Lord, of, he is the Lord of all. He is the king of glory. And so the greatness of this our king, it's actually sealed. In the scripture that we just read today, is sealed with an oath, the Lord God Almighty Himself sealed His glory, His greatness in an oath. Meaning that every other king that have come, that will ever come, they will die. Every other priest that ever come and reign, they will die. They are dead. They have died. But this one, in the order of Melchizedek, the one that has no beginning, he has no ending. Jesus was there in the beginning with the Father. And then he came to put on flesh so that nothing that we go through in life will think it's extraordinary that none has never gone through. Ah, have you ever come to this situation where you cry? God, where's your eyes? Why is this happening to me? And God is saying, my eyes is the same place where my eyes was when my son 
was there experiencing exactly what you are going through. So he had to come. It was in the beginning. And it will be even when there's no more. So the Lord God sealed his priesthood, his sealed his kingship, his rulership, his reign with an oath that you are my priest forever. If that's your king, why don't you just celebrate it? Why don't you just celebrate it? Why don't you just celebrate it? In the name of Jesus, it's Psalm 110. Psalm 110 from verse 1 to 4. We read through verse 1 and 2 and then verse 4. Psalm 110. He said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool." Look at the Lord, David is saying, the Lord God said to my Lord Jesus Christ, sit at my right hand until I make all your enemies and the enemies of the ones that will ever believe in you from now till eternity, your footstool. Verse 2. He said, the Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Rule in the midst of your enemy. You shall rule in the midst of your enemies. I said, you shall rule in the midst of your enemies. The Lord God Almighty shall make your enemies your footstool as you sit at the right hand of God with God the Son. In the name of Jesus. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. He said, The Lord has sworn. That's what he used to seal his kinship, his greatness. When it comes, you don't just think he came. He came in his mightiness to subdue, to dominate, and give you dominion. It came to make nothing out of something in your life, in my life, in our lives. He said, the Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are my priest forever. You are my priest according to the order of Melchizedek. How many noble Melchizedek is? Is the king of Salem. And when they say it's the king of Salem, guess what? All they're saying is that it's the king of Jerusalem. And who is the king of Jerusalem? Is it the king of the Jews? Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as well. So he came in the order of God. So God sealed his kingship, his greatness. In an oath, and made him a priest. He's a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. And we see that in the scripture that we just read today, in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 21, told us. And in John chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning, read it with me. Was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He has no end, he has no beginning. God was in the beginning, Jesus was in the beginning. All through creation, God used the, the world to create Jesus Christ. 
was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And verse, uh, verse 34 says, No more shall every man teach his neighbor, and every man his brother saying, Know the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's the new covenant. The Lord is writing his words. Giving us the understanding with the Spirit, placing it in your heart, bringing Jesus home in your life, in my life, that no man will not be able to teach it, will be, it will no longer be necessary to teach my brother, my sister, know the Lord, for they all shall know me. That's what he has come to do. They all shall do what? Know me. They shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquities and their sins. I will remember no more. That's the purpose of his coming. And that's part of the that's part of his greatness that was sealed with an oath that makes him in our lives priest forever and king forever. He shall rule. Over every situation in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. I said they shall continually rule in the situations of your life in the name of Jesus. His greatness as well was served in the fact that in the truth that it can never die. It can never what? It can never die. Death tried to attack him. And so he died for a couple of hours. And then he fought the battle. And he won the battle. And then he took the keys from death. And pocket it. Take it back to the Father. That as many as will believe in him or die or live. Tell somebody you shall not die. You shall live. To declare the glory of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Paul has this understanding and he said to the Corinthians in First uh, Corinthians chapter 15, he said we shall be changed. This suit will change, but your soul and your spirit will never die. That's why you need to know the greatness of this king. That is yours. This king has come in his power and his, in his greatness to give us life and to give us that life not just more, not just little, but in abundance. That what you are seeing here on earth, you are enjoying the life of God. And after life on earth, you continue life with God in abundance with God. So in his greatness, I mean, in his greatness, he cannot die. He received the power over death. And releasing the same power to each and every one of us. No wonder John said in John chapter 3, verse 16, he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believes in him may not perish, but have or have what? Everlasting life. That's what he has come to give us in this season of Christmas. 
And that's the greatness of his power. Every other prophet died. Elijah was taken. Enoch walked with him, and he was no more. And Philip, sometimes he moved there, sometimes he moved here. But every other prophet died. Every other priest died. But Jesus, having the oath from the Father, gave eternity to release eternity to all of his subjects. Now, whom you are one. Turn, some, turn to somebody and say, Jesus is my king. Jesus is my king. In his greatness, he makes intercession for us who believe. Now, sitting at the right hand of God, in his greatness, when Satan come and the accuser of the brethren come, and you have the mark of Christ upon your forehead, upon your life, guess what? It doesn't matter. The accusation of the brethren, it doesn't matter. The accusation of Satan, it doesn't matter what the enemy say concerning you, even when he tries to come and touch you. Not reporting you to God, but trying to touch you. The Lord is saying, right over there, saying, you better don't do that. So it makes intercession for us when we hear and they sit and come and report and is listening. Hey, he said, Daddy, oh my God. Remember, I paid the price. He paid the price. Yeah. That's why he said to us in first, first John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. He said, My little children, these things are right to you. So that None of you may sin, so that you don't sin. But he said, you are in the world. I know the temptation in the world. I know the tests and the trials that you will go through. But if any of you sin, be assured, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Verse 2 now said, he is, he himself is the propitiation for your sins. And not just for ours, but for everyone that may believe. Propitiation means to appease. The appeasement. What he will use to appease, he is the one that was already appeased God. Pay the price in full in his greatness. He makes intercession for us before the Father. And in his greatness, he became the perfect <coughs> and uncorrupted line of the tribe of Judah that doesn't bully his own. He doesn't bully us. Verse 20, uh, is that verse 26? Verse 26. In verse 26, he said, For such a high priest was what for us? It's written for us. He's holy. And he made us holy. He's harmless. Guess what? When he's great, he's caring. He can go away from us. He's harmless to us. He's undefiled. And he's separate from sinners. Because he had become higher 
than the heavens. What is it higher than the heavens? Paul told us in Ephesians, in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to 23. Paul told us, he said, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power? What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which is work in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Where was he seated? At his right hand. Far! I want you to scream it. Far! Above principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named is seated far above anything that the enemy may want to bring at us. That's his greatness being sealed in the oath that our Lord Savior made. He said, was seated far above principalities and powers and dominion and might and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Go ahead. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be heard over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And finally, in his greatness, in the greatness of this our King, it does not need to be perfected through daily sacrifices. Remember all the priests, all other priests, before they can take your sins and my sins with the Lord, they have to first purify themselves to be perfected. They did not to be perfected through daily sacrifices. The son was perfected and the son with an oath received the perfection of God able to perfect whatsoever it is in our lives that does not glorify God. That's why in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 he told us that unto us a son is born. A child is born. And unto us a son is given. And the government of our lives will be upon the shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful. That is name. Wonderful. So begin to do wonderful things in your lives, in your home, in your situation and circumstances. In the name of Jesus. Say he's a wonderful counselor and he's a mighty God, everlasting father, and he's the prince of peace. Do you know the same prince of peace? Is the unchangeable changer that could change every situation of your life. Is the irreparable repair of destiny? We don't need to, it doesn't need to be repaired to repair our destiny. It's the immovable mover. It cannot be moved, but it can move things in our life that does not belong. Why don't you just celebrate? This irredeemable redeemer. Awesome. 
the one that cannot be redeemed for anything, that has the ability to redeem us. Why don't you just celebrate it? Tell the Lord, you are my king. You are great in my life. You are great in my life. You are great in all circumstances of my life. I thank you because you come for me. I thank you for the work of salvation, for the work of redemption that you completed for me. Just celebrate him. Celebrate your lion of the tribe of Judah. Is is your destiny helper? Is your help in times of need? Is the one that no other lion is able to stand against? Is able to repair all the bridges that you have broken in life. Is able to restore hope back onto you. Is able to make all things to work together for your household. Why don't you just celebrate it? Why don't you just celebrate it? Let's rise up and just give him thanks, give him praise, wave unto him and declare, declare him as the greatest in your life. Declare him. As the all in all, telling Lord, I worship you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I give you all the glory. I give you all my praises. I give you all my adoration. I give you all my thanksgiving. I give you all my worship. Nothing in me can, can be missing without your knowledge. And when it's missing, yes, you have the ability in your kidney to restore back. Restore back unto me. All that the enemy might have stolen. And release unto me all of the packages that is left for me in this year. Release unto me the love that I need to go to celebrate, to worship and cook. Lift your heart. The Prince of Holy Lord. Without the understanding of him, you cannot pray, you cannot celebrate him. But the understanding of him would lead you and take you to the next level of authority in his kingdom. Father, we praise you. We worship you. We glorify you. Blessed be your holy. I declare concerning you. As this God become great, large, big, mighty in your life. Every situation of the world and the enemy concerning you becomes small from this day forward. Every plan of purpose of God concerning you in this year 2020, the ones you you have enjoyed and the ones you have yet to enjoy, I declare by this year comes to an end. You will have reason to celebrate your lion of the travel to the in the name of Jesus. Are there things that are left that the enemy have marked to do in your life, in your home, or for your children, and over all that the Lord has released upon your life? In the name that is above every other name, I cancel such today. Amen. I say such is canceled today. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. And that your Christmas market. I declare that is yet to be deposited into your household, into your life. Receive it today. Amen. I say receive it today. Amen. Receive it today. Amen. Receive it today. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. I declare unexpected tragedy will not come near your dwelling place. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
every one of your expectations this year, the Lord Himself will bring to pass for you in the mighty name of Jesus. The next step to glorify Him, I declare, will bring about abundant blessings Amen. in your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Son of God. We give you praise and we give you glory. Just worship Him, just praise Him, celebrate Him in the house. Thank <laughs> you.